Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So as we talked about in episode 13, after the love has gone, what was really coming out of this period with the virus and the lockdown was the end of our relationship to third dimensional consciousness, polarity, separation, our sense of time, everything that had to do with 3D that kept us very stuck and locked in the singular existence was over. And in order to break us from that, we really needed that shock to our systems on every level, you know, from the physical to the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. Physically, all the coping physical habits that you'd have, like going out, being busy, all the rest, that was taken away. Mentally, all the crap that you've been, all the stories you'd been running in your mind uh, had come up because all of a sudden there was silence and you had to face your biggest fears. Whatever it was, it all came up for us and we all had to deal with them. Yeah. Spiritually, a lot of people were left wondering, what is the point? What is going on? What? Where can I turn? Mm-hmm. And emotionally, we were just being battered because everything was changing and you know, we were learning to deal with the unknown. Yes. And so what we talked about back in episode 13 and why it's important to rehash it a bit now that we're in episode 16 is how much that ending, right, the ending of 3D would translate into other endings. Our jobs, our relationships, our even marriages, right, as we see divorce rates going up. So that anything that could not make the transition or the leap into fifth dimensional oneness consciousness had to go. Because those types of relationships, our relationships to money, our relationships to our work, our relationships to others, friends, lovers, etc., anything that demanded a level of sacrifice or that were ego-based or that were in place in order to mitigate some kind of fear was never going to survive a fifth dimensional energy that cannot support anything that is based in fear. We might have actually really clung to that coping mechanism. If we were casual or social drinkers, we might have found ourselves drinking every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we might have gone deeper into that habit in order to cope with the fear. But the reality is that once we really grasped the fact that we weren't going to come out of this until we could really heal and be at peace and make the changes we needed to make, we were never going to get out of it. We all inside have... A place where eventually we say fuck this where we have this moment where we're just Mm -hmm. like you know what as much as this is making me feel okay Mm -hmm. i can't do it anymore right you know it's just eventually every single time i've thought oh i could stay in this shitty ass situation for longer Mm -hmm. i can't right it always gets to a point where you're just you know what my love for myself no matter how small it is or how minuscule it is to find Mm -hmm. will eventually Trump my fear. Yeah. So we always do get to this point where it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. It's whatever joy this is bringing me, it's causing too much damage for the rest of me. It's no longer worth it. Now, we did see a rise in frustration and anger, which was perfectly fine because sometimes that's what we need to clear the path to peace. Frustration and anger connects you straight to your will, right? It lets you know exactly what you want and why. Exactly. And actually, it's funny because sometimes when you get really angry, as long as it's put out in a safe way, you almost feel afterwards this sense of like, I mean, I don't know, the way I describe it is like you've done a good poo. (laughs) 
like the sense of like emptiness and relief it's like a great enema <laughs> an emotional yeah, enema it's just like <laughs> all right it's out i know what's wrong now and the minute you know what's up mm-hmm. it kind of half of it just ends up kind of lifting anyway completely yeah yeah but so i think yeah it makes sense that like with everything that's going on at first we were scared and we were clinging on to what we really what we always knew mm-hmm. and then eventually people were like wait a second fuck this Fuck this, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, the longer it went on. My sanity is worth more than my fear. Absolutely. I mean, that was really ultimately the the goal. We all needed to get to that point where we could make the choice. Am I going to choose fear or am I going to choose love? Hence the title, Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Choosing to stay in your mind and allow the stories to have credence over choosing to listen to yourself and letting your light shine, whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. feels to me, to be something that really required training. So initially, I was doing it, and it was very, very conscious. But the more and more you work at choosing the one that brings you peace, the more and more natural it becomes. And I just wanted to kind of put that in, because I think that, like, you know, it always feels a bit like work at the beginning. But really, it stops being work. And at one point, you're just aligned, and it's so lovely. Yes. So yeah. that was just kind of... No, and it helps there. to constantly apply that at the beginning. Is this something, is this a loving act towards myself? So for me, I would ask myself, is this a loving act for me? That really got me through some difficult times and decisions. So that is the way to tell the difference between whether you're operating in 3D or 5D in a decision or in yeah. a moment. Am I in, in a dis- am, I in, am I in a disempowered state because someone's making decisions for me because I'm applying and living by societal governmental rules or am I sustained by love so am I choosing myself which is basically being sustained by love yeah in the immortal words of Lenny Kravitz let love rule right so whether or not you're putting your worth or your choices in your own hands or whether you're putting them in a kind of hope for something to change Mm -hmm. a myth of of an outside concept or a rule that someone else has told you. Yeah. So the easiest way to do it is ask, am I doing this because of a should? Am I doing this because I'm asking for someone else to validate me in some way? Mm-hmm. Or do I know that I'm good enough no matter what? Absolutely, because it does come down to that, doesn't it? You know, in 3D, it's all about fear. It's all about believing that we're not good enough, we're not lovable, we're not deserving, we're not worthy, we're broken, we're imperfect, we're evil, we're nothing, right? In 5D... We are capable of enough love and achieving enough love vibration that we are lovable and worthy and deserving and perfect and whole and good. How are we able to do that? How, how is it just because we've got rid of our karma or? Absolutely. Absolutely. That we have transcended enough of our karma and we are realizing our purpose. Powerlessness versus empowered fear versus love Mm -hmm. so it's the more you face your fears the more you fight your fears the more you choose what your heart is telling you to choose rather than when other people either through their reactions or through their words or Mm -hmm. through their perceived possible reactions yes you're choosing instead Mm -hmm. and once you're kind of living that just kind of being so fucking true to yourself and giving yourself space to do whatever you want to do no matter what Mm -hmm. That is when everything becomes possible. Completely. And that is what 5D is because that is being underpinned by love because you are loving yourself. It's self-love. 
It's yes. I trust myself enough. I listen to myself enough. I honor myself enough mm-hmm. to give space to whatever I'm feeling, wanting, desiring, thinking, whatever it is. And no matter whatever comes will always be in my highest good because I'm giving the space for me to be me. And that's enough. Not everyone will have the luxury of choice. And some of that and most of that will be as a result of their karmic story that they're still trapped in, that they're still looping through. And so we're sensitive to that because it's not fair to some who really do feel that they don't have an option, but to get up and go to that job. To them, the most important thing to hear and understand is that while they may not feel they have a choice in how they earn their income, they have a choice in everything else. And when they start exercising that choice in terms of relationship and hobbies and finding their passion and connecting to family, and they're here for all of those things, right? And so what matters is that they begin to shift the priority in sort of seeing and understanding that there is such critical importance to how well they maintain the relationships while they're out there earning the necessary paycheck. Granted, some people did. They were like, I need out of this marriage right now. If I have to look at your face another day, <laughs> I'm going to shoot somebody. The stronger the reaction or the stronger the act, it just goes to show how long that person had been compromising and sacrificing yeah. their happiness, that they had to go that far. God, that's so interesting because it's so true, actually. Like when you're in a place where you're kind of used to more choosing yourself and kind of uh, having situations around you that work for you. Um, when things need to change, it's quite, it's quite a subtle kind of almost like it's almost a sentence, you know, but when you've been (laughs) sublimating yourself and like being silenced and silenced and silenced for so long, it blows, you blow, it it becomes so much bigger, even though it's probably something quite tiny in a lot of ways, because it's just a habit and a pattern that has been entrenched for so long that you need to be even bigger to shake yourself out of it. Oh, completely. Am I needing this to assuage a fear? Is this the outcome I need? Because I really need to know that somebody cares and loves me. Or is this because this is an act of self-love? It's because I know this is what's going to make me feel good for me, right? I know that this is an act of love for myself. That's what we had referred to earlier. There are going to be two things that we're going to need to get used to in 5D. Uncertainty and emptiness. Mm. And as we were saying earlier, what's really going to rule the vibration of 5D is love. What is going to define our experience in 5D is love Hope, desire, and uncertainty. So not emptiness. No, that's not... hope and desire. Emptiness isn't meant to define 5D. It is something that we're going to get used to. The lockdown was a great warm-up to that, where there's just going to be lulls, energetic lulls. I don't know. I kind of felt like in the lockdown, I didn't really feel empty. Because you had... You were actually engaged in your purpose. And again, they're not going to be like long, intense periods of emptiness like the lockdown had given people. But there will be lulls. I mean, effectively, just to really like simplify the crap out of it for a second. Yes. For whatever reasons, we have all experienced and seen that fear has held us back from living happy lives. Mm -hmm. And so we have been slowly over a long period of time unpicking that fear bit by bit so that we can be freer people. Mm -hmm. When 
obviously the virus came and the lockdown, we were confronted with a lot of fear, but we were also confronted with all the different ways in which other ways in which fear had held us back, Mm -hmm. whether it was from a government space, from a health space, from a should space, from a relationship space, almost doesn't matter. We were just seeing all the different ways in which we were being held back from living our truest selves. And so the lockdown, even with all of its kind of pain and hurt, also liberated us in some ways Mm -hmm. because it got us to know who we really are where possible. But in doing so, what that's done is obviously we don't know what's coming next because we don't know even who we are anymore. You know, who are we when we're not being told what to do and how to do it and why we're doing it? So that does give you this sense of uncertainty because the story is no longer written. It's all of a sudden everything is possible. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you do kind of get almost like you describe it as emptiness. I almost describe it as anticipation slash waiting where you're like, I know something is coming now that, you know, but it hasn't quite come yet. So I'm just going to sit here until it does. But not everybody's going to be feeling the anticipation. Because no. it depends so on their with their natural way of being. They might be very mm-hmm. glass half empty people. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, you're just kind of it's it's a lull, a lull because you're like I know something's changing because I'm changed, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know what it's going to look like in my physical reality yet. But so whilst that's kind of characterizing the shift, as it were, why it's shifting Mm -hmm. and how it's shifting, Mm -hmm. once we've kind of moved into this place where we are more connected to ourselves, we are truer to how we're feeling, who we are, we're following our desires, you know, we're listening to our bodies, we're listening to our hearts a little bit more because we're a little bit more free. Yeah. What that means is that our lives will be, first of all, it will be underpinned by love because everything is coming from a space of wholeness or at least partial wholeness that you're listening to yourself. So there's love there. Mm -hmm. As simple as that, there's self-love there. And that obviously, as we know, when something's inside and it echoes out, if you're giving yourself love inside, you'll experience love outside as well. You'll have hope because for the first time you're doing something different. So while it might, might be uncertain or scary, it'll also be a little bit hopeful because maybe what you've always wanted they'll be possible now because you're possible now right and then you know listening to those desires following those desires and sometimes actualizing those desires is going to be really special and really fun in a lot of ways but also they become a reality for you in a way that they never were before because a lot of our desires have been halted by the shoulds the woulds and the can'ts oh because yeah no I can't do this because yeah so once you remove that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you know, your desires become possible. And obviously all of that then, as we said, as I said at the beginning of this, you know, monologue, is um, (laughs) underscored by uncertainty because we've never lived like this before. No one has, not on a personal level and definitely not on a collective level. Because the thing is, is that once you do it for yourself, you're much more open to other people doing it for themselves too. And it just grows. So it is, it's, it's kind of, we are united in the uncertainty of our love. But then what comes next then? What comes next, we're not going to see right away. As I've mentioned, and I feel like we're just kind of hammering this one and we're just beating this dead horse, is we have up until really 2024 to see how to build this foundation. Because this is what all the these early years of you know 5D are, is all foundation building. So it's not, you know, it's 3D continuing 
to come down and all its remnants and echoes, because mind you, there will be echoes. Again, things just don't end in one fell swoop. We need time to make this transition as gentle Mm -hmm. as possible. Yes, we had a shock to our systems and the lockdown was an opportunity to kind of get used to it. But again, we're still going to be playing out that story for a little while. But our physical, in order to really, because I've always, and I'm sure we've said this before, that when anything really makes its big shift and transition, the change really has to happen in the deepest level possible. So the shift usually happens on the spiritual level first. So all the shifting and changing that was occurring in the lockdown, you know, attitudes, love coming to the fore, while that felt very natural, those were all results of changes that were happening really deep on the inside, in our spiritual body, in our emotional body. And our minds were finally given a break, right, hopefully. And some of that fear purged. So that way our physical bodies could eventually just kind of slowly bring it all to the world, right, where we could see that shift happen in the physical realm. But it does take time. Certainty to uncertainty, this fear to love, as exciting as it all sounds, is to really understand that it's going to be a transition like any other and we have to mourn who we were, regardless of whether or not we liked it. Because without mourning it, we're also undermining it. It was real. We were real. We just we're still growing mm-hmm. and that's okay. Let it take as long as it needs. Completely. Because we really Because then do. that's when it's done. Absolutely. Because we have all the time in the world for that. We don't have to jump into anything new right away. It really won't serve us. In order to really heal, we have to accept things as they were. In order to really leave things in the past, we have to be able to heal them. Mm-hmm. And healing takes time. Regardless of whatever timelines collapsed, might be a day, it might be a week, it might be a month, Mm -hmm. but just allow it to be until it no longer is. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.